We are back for now our week four preview of the or week five. I'm sorry, week five week preview. Five. Week four is coming, gone. We are now a third of the way to college football season, but there's Aww. a lot out through the season. Guys, it's, got, it's only it's only beginning. Honestly, it's going to get right. more fun as the season goes on. But anyways, I am your host, Peyton McDaniel. Alongside me tonight, we have Jamie Cheeks. The, or sorry, Mister Sweet Cheeks himself, Jamie Cheeks, <laughs> the young and the restless Mitchell Graham, because he is young, restless, and the Dean Machine and the Dean of College Football. Nathan D. Welcome you to can't America. you can't see it, but I'm flexing right now. Like yeah. middle schooler's uh. favorite TikTok sensation as well. You know it. Middle schooler's favorite TikTok sensation, Mr. Nathan D. Anyways, tonight we have Jamie's segment of the cheapest ticket in town, which this week is gonna get interesting because there are some very meaningful games. And then we have our bold prediction and our week five preview and prediction for what is gonna be a great slate of games for college football this week. If you have anything planned on Saturday, cancel it. Cancel it. If your friend's getting married, you better have your phone with you. If you're going wow. to a, any any family events, tell them, sorry, I, I'm sick, because these games are going to be epic. Anyways, first off, y'all don't want to hear me talk much longer. I'm going to hand it over to Jamie for the cheapest ticket in town for the week five of the college football season. All right, so we, we've done this for four weeks, so everybody knows the way it works. So cheapest ticket involving a top 25 team. Mitchell, let's hear your guess for this week's cheap ticket. I'm going to Akershire Stadium, home of the Pittsburgh Panthers, as the now head coachless Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets come into their – this is going to be bad. It's going to be a bloodbath, even if Pitt still has their backup quarterback. I've lost a lot of interest in Pitt. Still think they win their division in the ACC because it kind of sucks. But I think they win this game by a million, and I don't think I don't think anyone's going to be there. And if you are there, it's for the price of like a number one meal at Chick Fil A. Or you're going because you support Pitt deeply, apparently. Well, yeah, you'd have to. Nate, what are you thinking? Well, that was actually the one that I had written down, too. There we go. Hey, um, go with it. Let's, let's go, yeah, with, I, it. You can I, go with it. I mean, I, just looking at the slate of games this week, you know, a lot of the top 25 teams are getting into conference games. Conference games are usually a higher ticket, and I know technically this is a conference game. But earlier this week with Tech firing uh, Collins and Tech obviously not having any direction, this is a bad Georgia Tech team. I mean, bad. So. <laughs> For all, for all intents and purposes, to pit, this is probably the uh, not going to have the same kind of build a conference game normally would. So I'm going to say Tech and Pitt. All right, Hayden, bring us home. Well, I'm kind of going to be boring because, uh, yeah, this has to be the cheapest ticket in town. Because all these other games kind of mean something. Um, you, you, you guys, you guys killed it. All right, but but let me say it's, it was closer than you might think. Whoa, so okay. finishing third, you, you guys all picked the right game. So well done on that. Whoa. Texas Tech at Kansas That's State. Fine. Kansas State coming off Whoa. of the win and Oklahoma, $18. That's not bad. Those are two teams coming off a good win. I know. A- A&M at Mississippi State, $15. The state what of Mississippi. Mississippi. The state of Mississippi. <laughs> but you guys got it right. Tech at Pitt. $13. So still nice. not as cheap as some of the tickets we've seen, but that is the cheapest 
ticket. The most expensive ticket, just because I'm looking at it anyway, Alabama at Arkansas, $159 get-in price. That's the highest Fayetteville. this week. Wow. That'll buy you a lot of number ones from Chick-fil-A. That, so, yeah, you could buy 12 tickets to the Tech Pit game for one ticket to uh, Alabama, Arkansas. Take the whole can, I make, can I make a suggestion? Can we change the name of this segment to the cheekest ticket in town? Listen, this is why you get paid the big bucks. There it is. It's done. It's done. There we go. We have the Dean's List, and then we have the cheekest ticket in town. Well, there we go. Look at us. Just spitballing right here live. There we go. Come on. Hey, that's what you pay for. We're going to start. We're going to change it to that. I'm putting that in my notes right now. The cheekest ticket in town. Hey, before I, before I send it back to you, do you want a point update? Yes, let's do a point update before we go into bowl predictions. All right. So, last week, uh, the, the winners, Mr. Nate – and Mitchell both had six points, six games picked correctly. That means I'm screwed this week. Holy crap. This game is <laughs> Hayden, Hayden came in third. Whoa, what? He had he had five points. Except here's the problem. I, I, I only got four games right last week. It was an embarrassing week for me. But I was I mean, the only one to get my bold oh, prediction. Oh, frick you. So oh. I ended up. With nine points because of the bold prediction. Thank you, Baylor Bears. God bless you for beating Iowa State. So as we go into week five, Nate, 22 points, Mitchell, 25 points, Hayden, 27, and I am at 36 points. I've hit the bold prediction three of four weeks. So you got to be bold and you got to be lucky. I should have put Matt Brown in North Carolina on probation the other day. <laughs> Because I thought I was going to be handed five points on a silver platter. And then Notre Dame decided to show up finally and, you know, do their thing. But I'm going to segue into our bowl predictions now because I am very confident in this bowl prediction. guys. I've said that the last few weeks, but I, I believe in this bowl prediction this week. And I'm going to start us off. Okay, I'm going to, it's not going to be an outright this week. I'm going to go with a cover. Oregon State is an 11-point underdog against Utah. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take Oregon State and the points in this game because uh, I think after the way they played against USC, I think that was no fluke. I think they're a good team. I don't think they win this game, but I definitely think they give Utah a run, and I think it's going to be a very close game on Saturday out there. Um, so, yeah, I'm very interested in seeing that game. So, yes, Oregon State 11 and a half – or 11 at Utah. <clears throat> and now I will pass it over to Nate. Uh, okay. Uh, the, the outright has bitten me in the butt. So I'm actually going to be smart this time. And I'm going to cover. And I've actually got two written down. And I'm going to... I'm going to go with this one just because it seems a little... Ohio State versus Rutgers. Rutgers is three and one. Ohio State's a forty-one point fan. That's, yeah, to that's me, that points against the Rutgers team. Ohio State's probably, probably going to handily win that, but I don't see it being more than forty-one points. So give me Rutgers plus the points. You curious just, about the other one, just for kicks that's, and giggles, or I'll let y'all say yours, then I'll go back to my well, case. I can steal yeah, it. yeah, let's let let's do yeah. that. All yeah. right, I'll pass go it over to. 
Oh, did you say me? Yes. Excellent. Sorry, it cut out for a second there. All right, I had two left. So, uh, Mitchell, you want to go first? If you feel bold, I'll, I'll, you can have the first pick, and I'll, I'll go with the whatever okay. you don't pick. Yeah, um, Nebraska is getting three and a half points against Indiana. Um, I think Indiana wins this game outright over Nebraska in um, wherever they play in Nebraska. Um, Indiana, I know they're didn't. I mean, I know I went with them last week over Cincinnati with the points. Cincinnati destroyed them, made that quarterback with the Bryant as his last name look like the best quarterback in the world. Nebraska legitimately sucks. Give me Indiana. That's a that's absurd that Nebraska, Nebraska is favored in that game. Give me the Hoosiers. Good pick. Good pick. That was, that was my second pick. All right, Jamie. I'm going to take Illinois on the road at Wisconsin, who I think their bodies are still laying cold in, uh, in Columbus. But Jeez. Illinois plus nine, not straight up. So, Illinois plus nine at Wisconsin. All right. Good pick, good pick. So, Nate, I what did was ha- gonna- yeah, what was your backup, Nate? Um, Technical difficulties. Can you say that again, Nate? Oh, you got me. You got me. You're better yeah, now. You're good. Hey! Yeah. Uh, my backup was actually going to be Oregon Stanford. Oregon's got 15 points. Uh, I picked Stanford to cover. That was my backup, just because it's Stanford. And every time that Oregon plays Stanford on my anniversary weekend, something bad happens. <laughs> oh yeah, it is your anniversary weekend. Yep. Mitchell, did you have a backup? Because I had one other one I was looking at. I did not. I, I I was really tempted to take Kansas straight up over Iowa State. That was a that was tempting. I was but, really tempted to do that, but I'll stick with what I got. Mitchell's was my second, and I know, I know, I could have said this when I uh, when I went with my pick. I pick, I was very high on Utah to start the year, and I I still am. I think I still think they're good. But I've seen a lot out of this Oregon State team that makes me believe they can hang around with the best in the Pac-12. So that's why I went with the pick that I went with this week. Anyway, good job on your bold predictions, guys. Hopefully, we have better luck this week. Um, Except Jamie could probably afford to lose a bowl prediction probably. You, you, you be nice now. You be nice. Yeah, be nice. It was not very nice. So you, you do need this more than any of us. But um, sorry, Jamie. That was mean. I was I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamie. I love you. But anyway. It's, now. Last one, I finished first. But we'll keep that. We'll just put that in our back pocket for later in the week. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Anyway. Let's move on now to our predictions for week five. And we're, we've been talking, I've been talking about the Pac 12. We're going to start with the Friday night game um, in LA. I almost said Seattle because I almost got the location messed up. Well, Washington, now 4 0, travels to Los Angeles to the Rose Bowl to take on another 4 0 team in UCLA. This is a, this is a, this is an interesting game, I feel like. Um, Washington, I can't remember the final score, but they were beating Stanford pretty soundly when I went to sleep last night. Um, but anyway, I'm going to start with Nate. Nate, who wins this game? All right, so I think this is actually going to be a really interesting game. Uh, Washington's two-and-a-half-point favorite in this, and I think what it's going to boil down to is it's going to be uh, Penix Jr. and Thompson Robinson, which quarterback will have the standout game. 
if you want to look overall statistics wise, they're about the same right now. Uh, QBR, I think they're only a couple points off. I'm going to go with the Bruins here. I feel like UCLA, it's, it, this could be one of those games where it, it could be an old style, and I'm going to say Pac-10 style, back when defenses really didn't matter, and the first one to score half a hundred will win this game. Look at this being like a 52-48 to 48 type game or something outrageous like that. I don't know what the over-under is, but I'm going to think that you probably should take the over with this game. Give me UCLA moving to 5-0. I'm going to pull up the over-under for you real quick, Nate, as I will pass it to Mitchell for this game. <clears throat> over-under um, over 65. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be over that. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. Leads, the, leads FBS in passing yards right now. Washington's offense is better than we thought it would be. Uh, Taula Papa at, um, at running back has been really good for them. I don't think UCLA has the dogs. They were in a close game against South Alabama, and South Alabama is not very good. I think Washington Washington wins big. Jamie? I think mostly because of Washington's defense. I, uh, I underestimated Washington when I picked Michigan State to beat them a couple weeks ago. That was very wrong. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Washington. Yeah, I, I'm, sold, I'm sold on Washington, at least for this game. Um, they're a good team. They're better. They're way better than what I thought they would be this year. Give me Washington. I think it's going to be pretty close to the at the Rose Bowl, but I still think Washington gets it done. I really like their their head coach's name skipping my mind right now. Mitchell, help me. Um, but I really like what he's come in and done so far. I think right now he might be probably one of the best. He's doing better than Jimmy Lake. That is true. That is very true. But I cannot. I, I was going to mention him today on the show, and I like looked up his name. Still can't even remember his name. Skip my mind again. But uh, definitely like the hire there. Um, turns out it looks like it's working out pretty well so far. Um, anyway, now we're going to go to a game in the Big Twelve, where both of these teams coming off of big wins against the quote blue bloods of the Big Twelve and soon to be SEC schools. We're going to talk about Texas Tech going on the road at three and one. Three and three and one, Kansas State. Mitchell, who wins this game? This is hard. Um, I saw I saw some things out of Texas Tech late in that game that kind of wanted to lose to Texas. Um, I think Kansas State wins this because of the ground attack. I don't think uh, Texas Tech can stop it. Give me Kansas State. Jamie, I agree. Deuce Vaughn was really really important as mm-hmm. as much as uh, Adrian Martinez won the game for them. It was important that Deuce Vaughn was able to run the ball when they were trying to get the game killed off at, uh, at the end. So, I like Kansas State in this game. Nate? Yeah, give me Deuce Vaughn running the ball all over him, Kansas State. Same. Taking Deuce a deuce Vaughn. all over Texas Tech. Okay. That's Huge right. deuce. Deuce Vaughn, Kansas State, and this one over Texas Tech. Um, now, we're going to go to the ACC where Wake Forest coming off a of- Heartbreaking loss to Clemson yesterday, double overtime. Travels to Tallahassee, number 22 versus now ranked number 23, Florida State. Florida State ranked for the first time in God knows how long in the AP poll. Six years. At 4-0. and And do they make it 5-0, and Jamie? Listen, had we not changed the rules, this would have been the easiest bold prediction 
we ever had. Wake is going to win this game. Florida State is completely and totally overrated. It's good for them that they're 4-0. They've done well. But come on, Wake Forest, the, the fight that they just put up against Clemson. Uh, Wake is a very good team that just came up a little bit short. I think they – two touchdowns, they beat Florida State. Mitchell? Jordan Travis isn't playing in this game. Wake Forest by 30. Wow. Yeah, with Jordan Travis not in this game, Sam Hartman. I, I think I think Wake Forest gets it done. Um, but, yeah, with uh, – I'm – Florida State's good, but I'm still not sold that they're one of the blue bloods of the ACC this year. Um, I, I think they are a much improved team. I mean, you can't be much worse than you were last year. But um, but I still think Wake Forest is just a little bit better. Now, Nate, that you are back, because we lost you there for a second. But, Nate, we're picking the Wake Forest on the road at Florida State. Who you got this one? I'm a believer. Florida State. Oh. Without Jordan. I, 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 I don't know, man. I just – I feel – Something, something feels special about this team. I'm going to get a lot of grief for not picking Florida State. Just just don't let y'all know that right now. I have some people that are going to be uh, busting my cojones for not picking Florida State. <laughs> Especially if they win this game. So, uh, I, I, wait for us, please. Come through for me this week. Um, now, we are going to go over to Auburn, Alabama, where LSU – Travels to Auburn. Both teams three and one. Tigers versus the Tigers. I have a feeling this is probably going to be the easiest pick of the week. Nate, who you got in this one? I'm not picking Auburn. They were absolute trash against Missouri. They're absolute trash now. I mean, if you want numbers, like Auburn's 0 4 against the spread. Um, so, Auburn sucks. And I like my truck and all that good stuff. Go Tigers. Wait. Just kidding. Anyway, Jamie? Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to add. I, I think Auburn's going to win one game the rest of this season. Uh, LSU wins. Mitchell. What Nate and Jamie said. Here's the thing. Mitchell said it last week alluding to the Tennessee-Florida game. I'm going to say it this week, alluding to this game. And I got to see this a few years ago, actually, because uh, because of a certain play that ended up le- getting less miles fired. Um, can both of these teams lose, please? Can both <laughs> of these teams because I, got, I did get this briefly in 2016, where LSU thought they won the game, then the rest went back to shoot it, and turns out the clock struck zero before they snapped the ball. Next day, less miles is fired, and then goes to Kansas, and then they find out everything that he did at LSU and gets fired at Kansas. But anyways, LSU's going to win this game. Auburn is not a very good team. LSU is at least a decent team. It's not a better decent team. Um, but um, Brian Kelly over Brian Harson any day on that one, even though Brian Kelly is a, a, a joke himself. But um, give me LSU. Now we're going to stay in the SEC, where both of these teams' biggest rivals will go on the road. <laughs> Take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Raise back. Yes, I'm referring to the Alex Crimson Tide. And Jamie, we'll start with you. Well, this game uh, was probably set to be our game of the week. I would imagine had uh, that poor kicker for Arkansas not missed uh, a very makeable kick on Saturday night. But we'll. Uh, 
I mean, if we were picking this game with the spread, to me it would be a lot tougher because yeah. I think Alabama's favored by like 16 and a half or something like that. So um, that would be very, very difficult. The, the thing that I saw in the A&M-Arkansas game that concerned me the most was that Arkansas in the second half made offense look hard. It looked really, really hard. If K.J. Jefferson was not running the ball, they just didn't seem to really have a plan B. I trust that Nick Saban and Alabama can at least mitigate K.J. Jefferson. And so I hope it's a competitive game, not to you know aggravate anybody on this podcast, but just for, for fun. You know, my, my, my headline uh, in our, our review show was that the SEC West is just fun and, and it's just getting started. I think this will be a good game, but I think Alabama pulls away in the second half. Very similar to the way they did last year. They end up winning probably by about two touchdowns. Mitchell? Yeah, I think if it was picking against the spread, I'd probably take Arkansas on the points. Um, Arkansas's secondary ranks last in FBS in pass defense. Uh, Bryce Young's going to have a field day. Um, he finally is seeming to get comfortable with his weapons around him. Ja'Cory Brooks, um, Holden, um, Burton finally made an impact last night. And um, Jameer well, Gibbs is – Yeah, he's got a few guys that just came up uh, that are starting to – play they had a few guys that were injured that right Louisville transfer whose name gets my mind at the moment yesterday but, was his first game I, yeah. I um but yeah I think they've got too many weapons Arkansas secondary is not very good I think KJ Jefferson is going to have a great game and keep them in it but I don't think they have enough like at, exactly like Jamie said like last year I think they're just gonna come up short uh Nate yeah I don't know you know I feel like Arkansas is probably going to give them a lot more trouble. And I feel like Arkansas probably at some point is going to lead this game. I just don't think they're going to be able to go all four quarters. Uh, So, you know, they'll give Pig a little bit of hope, but uh, I'm going to give it like a light Bama rolls. I don't think it's going to be like a, you know, Bama rolls, but they're going to roll enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah, this I, I said it last week. This is the game that was going to scare me the most. And then I saw Arkansas's pass defense. Um, I I do think the sixteen and a half is a little bit of a stretch. I will say that. Um, and with the way we played on the road against Texas, I'm not as confident in saying this is going to be a three touchdown game or a two touchdown game. But I do think Alabama does win this game. I think it's going to be a little bit more comfortable than the Texas game, but. Um, I think KJ does make a lot of plays, but I think at the end of the day, um, the difference is going to be Bryce Young against that arc, that poor secondary at Arkansas. Um, I think Alabama does win this game and uh, moves on to the marquee matchup that Mitchell and I, Mitchell has been alluding to yeah. all season long. Genuine question, Hayden. Can anything get more uncomfortable than the Alabama-Texas game this year? Uh, probably not. That game was, yeah. that game was very um, – Weird. Yes, I agree. Weird. I, I thought if it was going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be a shootout uncomfortable. I didn't think it was going to be offense, offensive disaster uncomfortable. But anyway, now actually we're going to stay in the SEC. I had another game lined up. We're just going to stay in the SEC for the next six. Where Ole Miss – well, sorry, no. Kentucky goes on the road to Ole Miss. Sorry, I was looking at Ole Miss. Not Both teams undefeated. Both teams ranked. Top 15. 
this game's not getting a lot of credit, not getting a lot of publicity that uh, I think it deserves. But at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, Mitchell, who wins this game? I think Kentucky wins this game just because I really don't trust Jackson Dart's arm. They've got a great run game. Dart's been really good. Zach Evans, the transfer from TCU, has been tremendous for them. But I think Kentucky is going to do something similar to what they did with Anthony Richardson. They're going to force Jackson Dart to win with his arm. I think that's why Kentucky wins. Um, not enough not enough from Dart. And this might actually force a switch to Luke Altmeyer, who I think is kind of in a similar situation. But I think Kentucky wins. I think Kentucky is, probably pulls away in the fourth quarter. Jamie? I'm going the other way. I, I, Kentucky has has not really been great at any point this year. Even when they play Florida, they 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 shut down Richardson. But I mean, so did South Florida the following week. You know, Northern Illinois was in the game; they were tied at halftime. Um, I I think Kentucky is a good team. I think they're a solid team. But I think on the road, we're going to see Ole Miss play or at home, we're going to see Ole Miss play well. And I, I just don't trust this Kentucky team at this point in the season. So I'm going to take Ole Miss. Nate? I think this is going to be the game that Will Levis just absolutely goes all out yep. and has probably one of the better games that he's played. So I'm going to go Kentucky for that reason. Yeah. Um, both of these teams struggled yesterday to put away their uh, group of five opponents. Kentucky struggled to put away Northern Illinois. Ole Miss struggled to put away Tulsa. Um, I I still think this Kentucky team is a good team. I just I, I don't know why they can't seem to figure out a way to put certain teams away. But um, but I, I trust. I think will. I think the difference is going to be a quarterback, uh, and I think Will Levis is the better quarterback. And I, I still think Will Levis Levis is a day one day one in a NFL draft. NFL draft. So, so, give me Kentucky. Kentucky. I think it's going to be close. And now I'm now I'm hearing myself, hearing myself echo. But uh, now now going to move to the Big 12. Big 12. The, rematch the rematch of the Big 12 championship game last year, where Oklahoma State goes on the road to take on Baylor. Uh, Jamie, who wins this game? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, the, I mean, these last two games. I mean, really, I guess the last three that we're going to do it. It would it would not shock me either way. I right. I am I'm going to take Baylor because they're at home. That's a li- that's literally why I'm taking Baylor. I think they're both very yeah. good teams. I at this point, I would not be shocked if this was the Big Twelve Championship game again this year. I think both teams are solid. I I am literally taking Baylor because they're at home. Mitchell. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaning the same way. I don't trust Spencer Sanders, but also on the other hand, I don't trust Blake Shapin because we saw in that game against BYU, he, he didn't look great. I'm going to pick the better – sorry, that was nasty if you heard that. Um, but I just had some Zaxby's. Um, but Blake Shapin and that defense, I think, for Baylor is a little bit better than Oklahoma State. They lost uh, their defensive coordinator. They've got Derek Mason now, and they haven't really hit different like they did last year. Give me Baylor at home, but if Oklahoma State wins this game, I'm not going to be surprised. Right. Yeah, I think Baylor defense is the difference in this game. Give me Baylor. Nate? Uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma State just because I'm going to try to get a point. There you go. Fair enough. I mean, it, it, to me, it's a toss-up. Yeah, it, it is. It's very well I mean, really? Yeah. And now we present to you the game of the week. Back-to-back week, this team is involved in the game of the week. 
on our fourth and wrong pick segment. This time, Clemson is at home taking on undefeated NC State. I think it's number five versus number 11. Is that right? Or can somebody... Ten. Ten. So a top 10 matchup. Wow. Okay. College game day is going to be there. And this is our game of the week as well. Uh, Mitchell, you've been very high on NC State all season yeah. long. Can they get it done at Clemson on the road at on Saturday night in Death Valley? I think it's been a slow burn. Um, I think NC State's been tremendous – or hasn't been tremendous, hasn't been as sharp as you want them to be. Obviously almost lost East Carolina week one, but they've been ramping it up every single week. They looked better. I think Clemson showed that they're not unbeatable and not untouchable by Wake Forest last week. Wake Forest threw all over them. I think Devin Leary can do the exact same thing. NC State's better on defense, is going to force DJ into more turnovers. Wake Forest didn't force DJ to do anything special. I mean, his performance on paper looked great, but honestly, he really had wide open guys the whole game. DJ made a couple of good throws. Devin Leary's going to do that all game, and I think NC State's defense is going to make DJ uncomfortable. Give me the Wolfpack in Death Valley at night. Big, biggest win in program history. Wow. Jamie. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Clemson. I've been on, I, I think Mitchell and I have had fun going back and forth against each other. This, this is our rivalry on, on this, combination right here. This, this, this particular game. I mean, I think being at home in Death Valley is going to help uh, Clemson a lot. I think DJ has been excellent so far this year. I mean, he's thrown for over a thousand yards in the first four games of the season. He's averaging eight yards a, a completion, 10 touchdowns, one interception. He has been sacked five times, but that's not nearly what it was last year. He's, he's just playing better. Will Shipley has been really good as well, averaging almost seven yards a carry, seven touchdowns on the year. They're at home. They're the better team and NC state is good. They're not Clemson good. I do think it'll be a very good game. I'm hoping it's good enough that we can jump on a live show uh, Saturday night, but I'm taking Clemson. Is Wake Forest Clemson good, though? And they almost beat Clemson. I mean, Wake Forest was almost Clemson good. I I just think Clemson – I mean, the battle-tested team that they are now especially, like had they blown out Wake Forest, I think I would have actually felt worse about this game. But coming off the game that they had, barely surviving, and coming home to – Game day, night game, Herb Street, Fowler call. I mean, it's just – I mean, I, I don't think Clemson lays, a, lays an egg in this scenario. Marco? Nate, what do you think? All right. Uh, <clears throat> okay, um – those of you that are new to the show or are not familiar with, with who I am, I have two little boys, okay? Anderson's seven, Weston's five. And last year, it was our – was it our bowl pick em last year? Or was it the year before last? I don't I don't remember which year it was. We did our little bowl pick em show for fun. And I had Weston on, and Weston made most of my picks. And there for a little while, he did pretty dang good. He did. And – I actually deferred to Weston on this one because after doing a little bit of reading, a little bit of light research on it, I asked Weston what he thought. I said, do you want Tigers or do you want the Wolfpack? And without hesitation, Weston said Wolfpack. Wow. So I'm going to go with the NC State Wolfpack winning this game. 
And I imagine chaos is going to ensue afterwards. But fun chaos. Wow. Give me NC State. We can hear you now, Hayden. Yes. Okay, cool. Somehow I lost my uh, lost my audio there for a second. But, man, now I feel pressured. I was going to go Clemson in this game. Weston picking NC State makes me a little nervous. But I'm still going to go Clemson in a very close game at home. I, I, I definitely think it's going to be just like about, just like the Wake Forest game. I don't think it's going to be as offensively um, dominated. But um, but I do think Clemson wins this game. Give me 28-24 Clemson. Very close game, but Clemson gets it done at home. Anyway, thank you to those that are going to tune into this show. It has been a fun ride for the first four weeks of the college football season, and we look forward to many more coming your way. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff, because we have a lot more content coming your way in the next few weeks. We hope to hear from you very soon. Anyway, this has been another episode of Fourth and Wrong. Guys, great show. Everybody have a great night. Uh-huh.